Welcome to the Going Beyond Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Zinn. I'm a mother, an author, and an entrepreneur who is committed to and curious about living a life that is always evolving. This is a lifestyle podcast covering health, both body and mind, self-care, why it is a necessity and how tough it can be to master, entrepreneurship, its ups and downs, cultural disruption, and the topics we sometimes avoid, as well as love, sex, friendship, and more. This podcast is a place and a community for people who are willing to do the hard work of growth, who want the tools and inspiration to step into it, and who want to grow each and every day of their lives. I interview movement makers, leaders, survivors, writers, and founders. Their stories move me and will move you to cultivate more strength and clarity during every step of your day. Enjoy today's episode and thanks for spending time with me at this very special place in my life over here at the Going Beyond podcast. Hey guys, I am having a bit of an unconventional episode today. The truth is that life is suddenly completely different than it was about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, by the time you listen to this. And though I record episodes that completely stem from my heart and soul and are interviews with just some of the most profound and wonderful people I could ever want to know, it just didn't feel totally right to air episodes as per usual without acknowledging during this time a little bit about what is going on and ways to, dare I say, go beyond. I don't think that that's the right word actually because there's no way to go beyond this current reality, but there is a way to go beyond the daily doldrums, the daily mindset, I guess the things that can so easily draw us into the fear. And that's what I'm personally working on day in and day out right now. And it felt like the right thing to do to take some time and just get on and share my insights with you. A few confessions, a part of me because of the seriousness of this time questioned whether it made sense for me to get on here and and tell you what I'm doing or tell you what I think um, because really I'm just like any of you listening. I'm out of New York City. I'm up at my home in the country, which I feel very blessed to have. And I am surviving my current reality, which is two kids, homeschooling, no support with the kids except for my partner who is also struggling to focus on his work life and dealing with all of the frustration of that whole picture let alone feeling very separated from my loved ones, my family, my elderly and ill grandmother, friends who I need like air. There's a lot of things that I'm longing for, as well as just simply the worry and the fear and the unknownness of this entire scenario that we're all living in right now with the arrival of this virus and how we're all figuring it out and protecting ourselves to the best that we can and protecting each other and managing this new reality. So part of me wondered, 
do I have a reason to get on here and talk to you? And then, you know, I've been posting some really honest things over on Instagram. And if you don't follow me there, you can head over and kind of see my (laughs) daily reality and also some of my inspiring thoughts. And people are really kind of needing it, I think. They're needing those daily doses of what other people are doing to get through or what mindset might assist a person when they're really feeling funky. So I decided that why wouldn't I share some of that stuff here on the podcast? Because the whole point is to get real and to open up and to go beyond whatever is going on in your life. So here I am and I'm really just also sitting in the space of awareness for all the feelings and all the stuff that is sitting inside of each of us right now. It's in our bodies. It's in our minds. It's in our hearts. I say this all the time in one way, shape, or form, but we are energetic beings and our planet is in a time that most of us in our lifetime have never seen There is loss, there's fear, and there's quite simply no way not to feel that. And I think one of the things I've learned the most in my years of self-discovery, of therapy, coaching, is that the wisest thing you can do with those kinds of feelings, those discomforts, is to be honest and feel them and embrace them as uncomfortable as it can be, let them be. Because when we just spiral away from them and deflect and escape, they just come back even stronger. And so one of the strongest practices that I can recommend right now is not to deny what's really going on for you. And if you're feeling lifeless and you're feeling uninspired, acknowledge it. If you're angry that you're home with your kids, acknowledge it. It's okay. I've also been really feeling the really astounding gratitude that I have for my family, for my healthy kids, for my safe home, and my heart breaks for those that don't have those things, You know, the people that don't have family or have abusive relationships or special needs children who don't have the resources right now that keep them in a positive level space most days. That hurts. And I am feeling that as a universal sense of compassion for people at this time. But what I wanted this episode to be are some tangible, simple mindset tips that I'm personally using, that I'm returning to day in and day out In the past, I'd say week and a half, two weeks, where there's been a whole lot of unknown. And in particular, in the past week, where all of us have been on this self-isolation, social distancing, and we are in with the kids in a way that we are not normally, I admit I've been on an emotional roller coaster. There are moments that I feel like all is right in the world, and I feel all the love in my heart, and I feel that something is happening that is meant to happen, not the deaths, not the pain, not the suffering, but that the earth is realigning itself. I'm going to talk more about that as this conversation goes on, but 
I am using some real serious tools right now intermittently throughout my day because I really feel personally like my emotions are all over the place. Like I said, one moment I'm feeling grateful and positive and inspired and the next moment I am in tears and I'm frustrated and I'm resentful. It's all over the place and I'm sure most of you listening can relate to some aspect of that. So you're not alone at all. These are universal experiences right now. I also want to say that even if you aren't personally affected by the virus itself, the container of time right now that we are in makes all other life events even more difficult, whether they're happy events or difficult events. So as an example, my best friend's sister turned 50 today, and it was a terribly sad and lonely day because everyone is self-isolating. That's not easy. And then on the opposite end of the spectrum, a dear friend of mine's father passed away this morning, and my heart breaks for her because she wasn't able to be there, and she's not able to be with her relatives, and they're not able to have a service right now because who's traveling and nobody can really be together right now. So even the regular movements of our life, birthdays, the passings of loved ones, I mean, this is just not an easy time to even navigate those things in our life. So feeling all of it. Okay. So on to some of Randy's tips for managing the emotional upheaval of seclusion, isolation, and the unknown. That is what I'm here to talk about. So some of these things won't be a surprise, but I'm going to talk about them in relationship to this moment in time in particular. So not surprisingly, tip number one is deep breathing. So I am not joking around when I say I am not used to being involved with my kids' education day in and day out. I have a third grader and a preschooler, and both kids are, of course, involved in some kind of version of online learning, all of which took this entire week to actually get up and running, and I'm not even there yet. It's not even complete. The amount of troubleshooting was insane. The amount of resources coming through my email, my WhatsApp, my texts. Oh, it's amazing to see how many resources are out there to educate, inspire, and entertain children. But I've pretty much glazed over at this point because it's just like overstimulation. So not to mention on top of the troubleshooting and the trying to keep everyone happy and entertained, there was also the reality that all this past week, on top of that, I still needed to educate, entertain, etc., all based on whatever I created or whatever sheets, workbooks, websites I had access to. And let's just say the week was full on. I pretty much had to put my work and my own needs aside, minus getting movement in because I can't make it without a little bit of that. And I will tell you that the only thing that kind of got me through the whirlwind of it all were the deep breaths met with the this too shall pass kind of viewpoint, or one day I'll laugh at this kind of viewpoint, or look back and say, wow, I got through that kind of viewpoint. But the big thing was the breathing. And when I felt the tension building and the frustration mounting, I really took those deep 
breaths, the kind where you're like, I am feeling low on energy and I'm going to bring in a big breath and I am going to breathe out the tension I'm feeling. So I'm going to call that really deliberate breathing to alleviate moments of stress. And I have been using it a lot. So take that one with you. Deliberate breathing. That's what I'm going to call it instead of just like, oh, breathing. No, deliberate breathing. In a moment of tension, frustration, take the big breath in and breathe it out. It really, really has helped me a lot. The second thing, and I kind of referenced this before, is I'm really allowing for the longing that I feel. And I'm imagining in some of the social isolation that we're all kind of longing for different things, depending on who's in our space with us, where we're located, what the scenario is. But I will tell you more than anything, the things that I'm longing for, there's kind of like two things. One, I'm aware that I'm a very social person. I'm aware that I thrive around people. But until this past week, I had no idea how much I need my people. And when I say need, I mean like my friends, like not just seeing them on FaceTime, but going out with them, seeing their smile in person, their big tight hugs, but also the people that are not my most immediate friends, but are part of my community. Everyone from the people in my neighborhood to our male lady, the people who greet me where I go to work out and I chit chat with. It's like those little interactions that really give me the positivity each day. And I am sorely missing those interactions. And you know what, guys? I am missing the hugs. I mean, I'm getting about 50,000 hugs a day from my kids. And, you know, my partner and I are doing hugs too, but it's different. Like they're not the only hugs I get normally. And I really like the variety of energy and I need that. So I am longing for the hugs. I really am. And, and that's showing me a whole more amplified version of myself than perhaps I even really knew. So that's that. The other thing I'm really longing for is me time. And that sounds so obvious, but I mean like the time that I put my productive, creative thinking hat on for the things that matter to me, for me, my work. I guess is really where that happens. This whole week, I mean, I almost had to stop trying for the work because forget it. Like I would have been in even more conflict. I really had to focus on the kids and stabilizing them and their life. And that was fine. But I really noticed how much I missed putting that hat on and being that person that's out there and thinking and connecting. And I enjoy that. And it's part of my identity. So noticing without as much of that, what that feels like. And yeah, of course, I'll go on vacation and put that on pause. But vacation is a little different than this. We know when vacation is ending. So yeah, but I'm leaning into the longing. I'm not denying it. I'm acknowledging it. I'm feeling it and I'm saying it. Yeah. So another really big thing that I am leaning into I'm aware right now that there are a lot of people who are in a lot of fear 
and a lot of struggle when it comes to their jobs, to their finances. It is not a joke right now. There are a lot of places that I am also being affected in that way and tough decisions are being made in my midst. It's not an easy time in that regard. But I also have this interesting feeling that something is reconfiguring itself from a system standpoint, from the way that our systems, our culture, our politics, our businesses are built. And the only way that innovation and thinking and renewing can happen is when everything gets quiet. So I don't know if I have the answers, but what I think I'm trying to say is that even in all the unknown and even you know some really fearful realities, I feel that some really important changes will come out of this time that will ultimately affect many people for the better. So I try to lean into that when I'm feeling frustration otherwise. I'm really trying to connect with my faith right now. And when I say faith, I mean the belief that there is something bigger here that's controlling what's happening. It's very easy to look at the reality right now and say, oh, there's this virus and it's taking over and people will die and everything is going to go to absolute shit and life is going to be terrible. We're all going to suffer. And that is that. That's one way to look at it. I feel, however, that the earth has needed to breathe. And though change is incredibly difficult, that there is more breathing happening. Something about people becoming more still, that nature is having a chance to restore herself a little bit with less cars, planes, trains, boats. Apparently, there are spaces on the planet that have been so covered in smog for so long that are now clearing and birds are being heard and wildlife is coming out. There is something really beautiful about that. It makes me think that nature, and go with me here, is really the one in control. And after being abused by humanity for so long, she will come back and say her piece and take back her control. And, you know, people, when they think of their faith and they say, oh, God is, you know, and then you assign your meaning to that. I think the two things that I would say that I think God is, is that God is love and God is nature. I think it's synonymous actually. And so when I lean into a sense of faith at this time, it's that there is a divine intelligence at play. And again, by no means minimizing the realities that are affecting human beings, but I am tapping my spiritual center into a space that is connected to a divine reality. And that divine reality, I believe, is connected to our planet and the needs of our planet, the needs for stillness, the needs for clean air, the needs for space, for less noise, for less frenetic energy. And all of that is happening right now. So even though this is very difficult and very painful, there is something that I trust and I can't really explain that. It's just something that I feel. 
And I think I've been slowly trying to express that through my posts on Instagram, but I'm coming out and I'm kind of saying it here. The other thing that I'm trying to do in this time with just all this unknown and heaviness is like we can really turn into kind of like a giant schlep, basically. I'm really, really, really trying to not let that happen. I really could let that happen if I wanted to, but I'm trying to be active, work out almost every day. I'm dancing. I'm singing songs whenever I can. I'm walking, I'm cooking, and I just really feel that if you can tap into a creative flow, whatever that means for you, it will lift you up. It will make you better. I, for whatever reason, am having a really hard time reading. I'm a big reader. And for some reason at night when I'm getting into bed with my book, which is normally like my happy chill time, my mind is just not staying centered there on a story. So if you're feeling that way, you're not alone. I think we're just overwhelmed in a lot of ways and the brain has a hard time staying in one place when there's overwhelm. I am trying to meditate in the morning when I wake up and trying to take my supplements, eat good food, drink lots of water and do all the things. And so I'm sure all of you are doing a lot of those things too, but it is the reminder that all of those little things added up amount to a picture that at very least is a more empowered one. It's empowered because you're choosing positive action, one little choice at a time, one day at a time, and that's what matters right now. So we can feel very powerless in the world out there, but what can you do in your home, in your life, in your body, right now, today. So that's that, my friends. I'm thinking of you all. I'm just really sending so much love out there. And I think that that is what is most important, that we are connecting with a love source and connecting with the love that lives in our bodies and our hearts and our minds and our spirits. And we start to resonate on that level because that's the stuff that's going to connect to our friends when we speak to them to the planet. I really believe that we all hold the energy that connects us to everyone else. It is in our hands. So listen, if you have any thoughts for me about things that you would like to hear on this podcast that have to do with how to get through this time, what kind of resources you'd like to hear about, what kind of insights would be meaningful to you, please send me a message. Uh, You can email directly through the website, through the beyondmom.com website. You can also direct message me on Instagram. I'm at Randy Zinn. And tell me what you'd like to hear about. I am intending to bring my friend Leah Avellino, who was on our live stress podcast, who is a brilliant relational psychotherapist. And we've been talking a lot recently and she just has some beautiful insights about anxiety and worry. And I am going to have, well, not quick episode, but I'm kind of like stuffing this episode into my schedule this week so that we can air it soon. Because I just really want to bring in folks that can help that can offer some really useful insights, but I want to hear from you. So if there are things that you would like me to cover, whether you want me to find someone to come on and talk about this, tell me. Um, If there's something that you want me particularly to talk about, tell me. I'm kind of looking at 
this podcast as now a new space to utilize and express reality as it is right now, not just to air the typical episodes that I've been recording, though I am going to be releasing them also because they're amazing and do need to be heard. And we also need content that lifts us up. Like we can't always be focusing on this stuff because that's too much also. Okay, everybody, that's that for now. I love you. I'm sending the good energies and please take care of yourself and your loved ones. Bye.